what's happening, mofos? You're tuning in to Music and Motivation with Chris Davis. This is episode number 87 with special guest Brian Farmer. Hi. They finally gave me a mic. I have a whole bunch to say. Springs Elementary School, what up? <laughs> Peace out, proud. You know? Oh, if you're, oh, I know where you're going with this. Are you going with the? <laughs> if you're on time, you're late. And if you're early, you're on time. Yep. Kind of deal. Yep. Yep. Rules to ignore. Somebody said that at work the other day, and I was like, <laughs> "Got Mrs. like H. <laughs> nightmares, flashbacks." Yeah. Just our late season, our season over there in the corner, or whatever, like that. I'm going back. <laughs> I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> so, for y'all who don't know, Mr. Farmer is uh, my old college roommate. Actually, my high school best friend before that, mm-hmm. then college roommate, and now best man at my wedding, which is Sunday. Technically, I will say second best man. Yeah. Second. I did not get the privilege of number one starter, but I'll, I'll take this. I'll take second team. That's fine. You know, just to be given the opportunity. See, I, I want to point out that this is the benefit to answering phone calls from Chris Davis. Yes. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you call me late at night last last year, almost a year ago from, from in October. And, uh, you know, it was late at night. And I'm like, Chris is calling. This never happens. It's like, I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> no, but I mean, I saw that and I'm like, all right, so this can go really good or really bad. Because, I mean, you wouldn't normally like, call me. So I'm like, oh, oh, I'm worried. I'm concerned for my friend. I'm like, where do I got to bail him out from? And uh, I pick up and then, no, it was fine. You you said, thanks for picking up. Congratulations. You have been nominated as the best man. Yeah. And I'm happy to endorse the and support and, you know, do everything I can for the role and stuff like that. I'm going to bring great honor to the best mans before me and the best mans after me. Absolutely, man. Nobody's going to do it just like you. Oh, that's that's for sure. <laughs> Even I don't know what I'm going to do. 
<laughs> Shout out to Brendan Davis for uh, being best man at wedding number one, and he did a phenomenal job, and we're trying to make it so he doesn't have to DD at the second one. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah. Okay? And knock on wood that that doesn't happen, man. Yeah. If you're watching. If you're watching, let's all hope that doesn't happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm not taking the bullet on that one, Brendan, but since you're first, you know, best man, I think you should. I think... You know, he's, tier, he's starter. One. He's, he's starter. number one. Yeah. I mean, you're number one for the reason. That means you got to do everything, you know, <laughs> everything. Okay. We're going to argue about this on Saturday night, by the way. Yeah. But um, Brian Farmer also works in the Missouri uh, what is it, House of Representatives. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big government job. How is government going? We still have one right now, so I guess... That's good. Uh, oh, okay, you know. That uh, is good. I mean, ask me in about a month from now, and then it may be a little bit different. Um, you know, no, I, I think it's it's fine, you know. I mean, if you, if you keep, you know, if you look around, you know, you see paved roads and stuff like that, you know. Uh, they are still fixing streets? Yeah. Okay. That's that's one thing St. Louis does, you know, construction work. We're never going to miss an opportunity to tear up a road and, you know, just destroy and just make it as big of an inconvenience for you yeah. as possible. The world might be ending and there will still be construction on 44. That, that, that's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's absolute fact right there. And I'm sure it's a conspiracy as to why they keep the construction there specifically. Cause, I mean, but that's another... It's too early to get into conspiracies. All right. All right. Um, so, a couple things. Favorite moment from that last wedding? Oh, gosh. So, it was a lot to take in, you know, because that was my first really wedding that I was, like, an active participant in for the most part. I think that was the same for almost everybody there, I would think, you know. For, you know, this was kind of their first thing. But I would say, so my favorite thing from that, I'm honestly, I'm going to pick something maybe you wouldn't think that I was going to pick, but I was actually thinking uh, the uh, car rides, you know. Dude, those, those car rides th- were fun. You know, because the, the interesting thing is, like, the best man, you know, we were different people from different, like, you know, areas across the state and everything like that, and we didn't all know each other beforehand. Yeah. And you kind of brought us all together. Now we had we had a, a bachelor party where we got to know each other. But even then, not all of us really, like, you know, still interacting as much. But I think, like, when we were together in those car rides, because we did, like, a lot of driving and going all over the city and stuff like that, you know, it was good to kind of get together and connect because we were, you know, bringing really cool people together and, you know, having a great time, you know, and stuff like that. And I think, like, all, you know, in terms of people flowing and stuff like that, I think it's about as best as you could have, you know, imagined. Oh, yeah. So I would say those. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just imagine, you know, getting lost in Forest Park, you know, with all of us on your wedding day and stuff like that, you know, trying to, you know, have people that were walking by with Chick-fil-A hop into the van or something like that because we were hungry. So I do want to say that most people do not do their transportation system like we did for our wedding, okay? <laughs> 100% we were, I mean, we're moving and everything and trying to save expenses where we can because we don't know what's, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to take two trees down right when I move in. <laughs> so, like, and the one is so dead, I don't want to do it myself. Right. So, like, we were like, limo or save the roof of our new house. So, we were like, let's do two party vans. 
And here's the deal, people. We had all of the bridesmaids in one car with the bride, and then all of the groomsmen in one car with the groom. Which, why Why would you split up the bride and groom? I don't know. We had, we did it, and we had fun. You know? We got, we got there. We got there. I will add that this is going to... I'm going to give another compliment to Brendan. Uh, there in where we were at the Jewel Box in uh, Forest Park, Brendan, who's, you know younger was able to parallel park that van and a crowded you know forest park you know anytime around there you know i thought that was brilliant. with traffic in front of and behind him all trying to get the same absolutely spot. on that day you know he's worried because you know we got he's got a bunch of people in the car i mean you know that we're all judging his driving obviously and stuff like that we weren't judging his driving he was a little bit he did really good except for on manchester do you remember that i thought and that was like immediately after the ceremony we're not even out of St. Joe's for five minutes. He hops, pulls a ride on Manchester, right in front of a cop that's like coming down Manchester. Okay, no, we were right behind him. If we've been, we were right behind it, it. If we've been in front of it, we would have been pulled over. There were no, there were no cars between us and the cop. That was probably like two or three car lengths in mm-hmm. front of us. And he, no blinkers, goes into the left lane. And he's like, wait, and then hops back into the right lane, and we're like, what? <laughs> Brendan, <laughs> we gotta be in that lane, and you didn't do any blinkers, dude, and there's a cop right there. What are you doing, man? So That was a good way to get that, that thing started, you know? I mean, because we still, I mean, got the nerves and everything like that from just getting married, you know, not, you know, 20 minutes before that. And then, yeah, that was the whole whole deal of because we had to get you know from out here and you know in West yeah. County all the way to Forest Park, and to start it off with a cop, you know. And five minutes in, I was like, okay, this is going to go really well today. Mm-hmm. And but it did in a good way, you know. And specifically, shout out to all you groomsmen and Rick James, who are all in this endeavor with us. Okay, mm-hmm. specifically Caleb, Dan. Christian, Brendan, y'all, some rock stars, and we had a great-ass fucking day, man. And my buddy Rick James showed up. Hey, and if you're listening to this, bro, I hope you have a great day, Rick. You're awesome, and you're probably one of the best people I know in my whole life, dude. And it was a blessing to have him, but, dude, when Rick James shows up, Rick James shows up, you know what I mean? We had a fucking blast, and we took him to Forest Park with us, dude. And he was throwing a football around. Yep. Taking wedding pictures and shit. I mean, yeah, that was the thing. Your camera guy was in Fell love, in love, in with, love Rick with Rick James. Yeah. Like, you know, he's getting paid by you guys to, you know, take photographs. But I would bet that if he went through them all, um, there would probably be more of Rick James <laughs> than, 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 than of you guys by far. Like, they used him as the focal point to every photo. It's like, you know, cameras, we start with Rick James, and we're just going to add the bride and groom and all the groomsmen around him. Because that's the that's the that's what the people are drawn to, and stuff like that. But yes, we're James. I couldn't here, believe here. how much the bridesmaids were down with it, though. I thought they were gonna throw a big stink, and they were like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, I mean, because they didn't really know us at all. I mean, like they they know me and a couple other people from you know back in school days, but you know didn't really interact too much. And then you throw in all these new people, and yeah, they were just kind of going with it, you know. And you know, Kelly was going with it, or KP was going with it. That's the only thing that really mattered to me was if she was going to have a good day. 
Yeah. I, there wasn't any fuck-ups. There wasn't any stress. I think we all succeeded, man. Yeah. Well, there was stress. I mean, there was a ton of stress, at least for me. You know, I was more nervous for you, I think, throughout it all. I was nervous until after the ceremony. Then I was like, man, cool. Yeah. I was riding cloud nine the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Rick, man, you got any favorite Rick James stories? I'm trying to think of one or two that's PC enough to tell to. There's the rickening, but I feel like that's that was that's, a five-day endeavor that we just can't. I don't think. Maybe someday y'all get the unedited version. I think you can tell. I mean, do you want to tell a little bit on the day after? You know, about that coming. What did you come home to when <laughs> af, on the on the, the day after the wedding, after you got back? Okay, what did you come home to? I'm I curious. got back with my wife at 11 a.m. on that Sunday to find Rick James and my mom doing shots, and they were on, like, shot number three, if that tells you anything. Shout out to you, Mom, you bad motherfucker. Because that's exactly, yeah, what do you want to come, because you're tired, obviously, you had a long day, and there you are, you're seeing your mom and Rick James doing shots. shots. With my grandma in, in company. Who's not necessarily down for that type of no. that type of stuff. They were having fun. Yeah. At nine in the morning. Like, Jesus, dude. <laughs> it was fun. We took Rick to the arch. We uh we had some fun through a football round and got to hang out kind of late. So couldn't ask for anything better there. Okay. Nice to know he's doing all right, you know. Oh yeah. That's the thing, you know, getting people you get a chance to see, you know, especially, you know, because you know, you live in here and, and you know, and STL and stuff like that, you know, we get a chance to see, you know, people from all over because, you know, this was his first time even coming here to really to, to St. Louis and yeah. stuff like that. So That's for him, to, we had to take him to the arch for sure. Yeah. And he, he got to see, you know, Forest Park and all this other stuff. So he really got to see he got the, to see the best parts, not too many, but the, he got to see the best parts. That's for sure. He also. So on our way to the arch grounds, they've redone all of the roads over there. And there's one point where they didn't have a sign, and we were like, do we turn right or do we go straight here? Mm-hmm. We're like, let's turn right, because I see the arch. It's over to our right. We're going to end up over there. And we turn right, and it's the Eads Bridge, <laughs> or what is that, Martin Luther King Bridge right mm-hmm. there? And end up in East St. Louis, man, and had to get the fuck out. I was like, hey, man, if St. Louis was the farthest east you've been, well, or farthest, yeah, farthest east, then... Welcome to Illinois. Welcome to Illinois, bro. <laughs> you know? Price of air just went up. <laughs> I mean, uh, yep. it was an experience. It, it was, was a Rick James experience. Yeah. I mean, you you always have those. I mean, that was the thing. That was, you know, back in back in college. There yeah. was a time, man. You thought he was dead. Yeah. Or that he was a figment a figment of our imagination was more likely that because it was like you know, college was stressful. You know, and to think that we were imagining things is not outside the realm of possibility. Um, so the fact that, you know, we thought that, you know, he was just in our subconscious and stuff like that, you know, talking to us and stuff like that. I mean, it happened, guys. We thought we had gone crazy and as a group dreamt up Rick James. Not the case. He is real. Yeah, very real. We have we, we have photographed him to prove that he is real. There are a lot of wedding photos of Rick James. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Getting excited for the second wedding, bro? I'm super excited. This is, you know, given everything that's happened, you know, in this year and stuff like that, you know, this is like the, the big thing that I've been looking forward to, you know, through, I mean, through, through it all. Cause it's like, oh man, you know, and I'm, I'm telling people at work, I'm like, I'm so excited, you know, for the, for, you know, these weddings and stuff like that, you know, we got a brilliant place booked and all this stuff. And like, you know, it's just going to be like a really great time, especially cause like the, the first wedding was so great that I know that the second wedding is going to be the same, if not even better. We're gonna right. we're gonna shoot we're gonna shoot high. We set the bar. Yeah. And now we're gonna raise. Yeah. You know. Because we're bringing different people that didn't get the chance to to be with us for the first one, which is great because you know it's a celebration. You want to share it with as many people as possible. Like most weddings that I've been to are like two hundred to two fifty or more. You know what I mean? Mm. So like to have small weddings was not really my original plan, mm. but this works out. Really happy with how we're doing it. Glad that we get the opportunity to share it with anybody. Well, and it gives you and, and KP the chance to you know see more people. You know, I think with a with like a wedding with like two hundred people, they don't you don't get the chance to like really see everybody because obviously you're focused on y- your obligations there, but you don't get the chance to like see like every yeah. family member, or friend. But with keeping it small, especially given the times that we're in right now, it's beneficial health wise, and then also the chance that you get to interact Spend with more a people. Bit more time with each individual. Instead yeah. of two minutes, I ain't gonna see the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how you doing? You give them a bump, and yeah, you know, I got I got other fish to fry, right? So, yeah, it makes it a little bit more personal. Mm-hmm. But you got anything you want to rep, promote, talk about? Gosh, no, I'm fine. You know what? I'm good. Okay. Vote for Brian Farmer. No, oh, yeah, give it time. Twenty. 40 something i don't know we'll see i'm running to be your next president of the united states shout out i'm, shout I'm out. announcing it now on the the chris davis music and motivation podcast you've just heard it here all right all my friends you know that have incriminating videos of me please delete said incriminating photos of me i'm just saying not that they exist because they don't and they won't exist after i have given this public <laughs> service announcement that they should not exist do not ask me to bail you out. Do not ask me to bail you out. <laughs> okay. Um, excellent. Brian Farmer, you heard it here first, guys. Brian Farmer for President 2040. Um, let's see. You want to do a regular podcast with me real quick? Yeah. We'll make it quick. So normally we do tips for surviving the week. And we'll start there, gang. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, man. Tips for surviving the week. Tip number one, keep your Goombas tight, bro. Enough said, man. Call them positive people. It pulls you out of a rut. Talking to this dude makes me my, me feel better any day. Holding know? my Goombas. Holding. <laughs> Holding the Goombas. Goombas. Yeah. <laughs> um, tip number two, brush your teeth today. Why not? feel feel better already you know are you a person who waits to brush their teeth or do you like do it right when you wake up oh i wait i wait wait. yeah i'm i'm what time do you brush your teeth that is the last thing i do 
Uh, or well, uh, so I have to, you know, because I work in government, I got to get all like fully like dressed up. So before I put on my my fancier clothes, like when I'm like just like my my t-shirt or whatever, like that. That's that's the last thing that I, that I do. And I think that you know that helps because you know it stops you from like you know, s- you know snacking and shit like that in the morning, which I have a problem doing <laughs> at, at times, obviously. But yeah, you know, that. What about you? Yeah. I mean, okay. I didn't want to be put on the spot like that, but maybe like, uh, yeah, I'll brush in the morning when I, when <laughs> I <can. laughs> you, you mentioned you mentioned brush your teeth and then be like, we all need to follow this. Yeah, I need help, man. <laughs> I fucking my teeth are gonna fall. This out is a public service go. announcement from my dentist. <laughs> he watched this the podcast. <laughs> Dude, I'd, I'd take a sponsorship from a dentist. Yeah. Hit your boy up. <laughs> we will be accepting sponsorships. <laughs> we will brush our teeth on the podcast. You can guarantee that while listening to, you know. If I was just over here, like, repping Colgate and shit, like, try the new Colgate Optic White 3000. That would be, that would be, that'd be so awesome and just, like, so out of place and be like, okay, well, Chris is now sponsored by Colgate. That's just Colgate happened. Optic White 3000. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, and then you get the you get the the smile, and then it's got like the thick little like like shine or whatever. Um, that's like you know, like you see on the commercials, like with the with the gum or whatever, like you holding it, and you smile on the side or whatever. I like it. I think we should we should do that. We, we need to we need to send some some demonstrations and stuff to the Colgate people. Just be like, hey, you got an opportunity here. Forget the Super Bowl or anything like that. <laughs> right here, right now. This is this is where you want. And you know. this is how you're going to expand your fan base. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got some people that are in need of new toothpaste products. Colgate, it's your time to step up. You got any tips for surviving the league? Oh, man. So, for me, uh, a good tip for surviving the week that I found, especially, like, in, in this time, is to reward yourself. And, like, what do I mean by that is, like, you know, we all got jobs that are stressful and stuff like that. And what I try and do is encourage myself to have a good day. And after that, I reward myself by, like, something happening after I get off work. Now, what does that mean to me? That means, like, for me, I like food. So I'll reward myself. And I'll say, okay, you're going to reward yourself by getting something good, you know, for dinner. You know, you worked hard. You earned that. You know, for me, Subway. I love me some Subway. Shout out, Subway. Subway, if you want to be a sponsor of the show, just saying. You get me. I'll come back on more often for, for, for Subway. If I can get a Subway, um, you know, gift card or something Dude. like that, you know. Okay. Okay. Thinking about, I'll think about it. Put it on the itinerary. Yeah. And just randomly bring up a Subway sandwich and start eating on the show. Man, I love me some Subway Bro, sandwiches. yeah, Subway, if you want to start sponsoring us, we will definitely take a five-foot long or $5 foot long for both of our guests, you know. Yeah. Do it. Or like have one built into the studio. Mm. Mm. Sponsorships. Mm. Mm. That's lofty goals. <laughs> all right, and that's all for our tips for surviving the week. <laughs> tips for musicians and music lovers. Tip number one. You know what it is? Practice. Yeah, keep practicing, mofo's. That's how we get on that exponential train to success. Can, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, do it. There is a video online. I know that, 
you know, you're not a sports guy, and there may not be sports people that watch this, or you know, and this this or listen to this. But go online onto YouTube and type in Allen Iverson practice. Okay, it's just him talking about practice. Oh, an open mic. This is like took place like 20 years ago. It's one of the funniest things that you'll ever see. It's just him complaining about practice. I just recommend that. And every time you say practice, I always think That's about what that. You think about. Gotcha. And when you think about practice from now on, if you see that video, you're gonna see and you're gonna think Alan Iverson practice. Recommendation. When I think about practice, I specifically think of my favorite, one of my favorite pianists. Mm-hmm. He did a video like in the '60s that was like how to train a jazz musician kind of deal, and his name was Bill Evans, and he said it was better to spend 12 hours practicing one song than one hour practicing 12 songs. And I mean that's normally how I practice. I'll sit down for an hour and kind of go through the repertoire, play everything once. And be like, all right, practiced everything. And it's ta- it's taught me that I need to spend more time individually delving into each individual piece. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he's saying. 12 hours for one piece versus one hour for 12 pieces. Who's going to know the song better? Mm-hmm. So, it's just food for thought, people. Okay, tips for musicians. Tip number two, um, stay inspired, support local music, uh, listen to new music. Okay, I'm going to throw that all into one because they all go together, bro. And uh, start out by supporting that local music, and chances are you're going to find something you really fucking dig, you know? And you'll end up supporting and keeping local music alive in your own community, you know? So if you're in St. Louis, check out 88.1 KDHX, which is our public radio station. Or, and by the way, when I say that, I'm not talking NPR, I'm talking music public radio like the djs are really cool and the music's really funky and i always find something new so go check it out the other one i really like is 88.7 which is uh siue i can't remember what that one's called i think it's called the wood you may be right i'm not i'm not entirely sure i think that's the siue because otherwise i think the wood is lindenwood i think that's 89.1 but 88.7 is the jazz uh channel in st louis so Check that shit out. It'll definitely just change up what you're listening to completely. Guys, tips for musicians or music lovers? Well, coming from a guy that appreciates music and music lovers, what I've been seeing, though, is that, you know, starting next year, I'm seeing concerts and stuff being rescheduled. So I think that as we move forward and we become, you know, hopefully we'll have you know, cure and all this stuff and we won't be living in the times we are. I think it's it's good to start planning ahead to start going on and seeing concerts and stuff like that that are becoming I'm not just talking big shows, but if you notice in, in some areas like in where I live in Jeff City, we got live music again and stuff like that. And I've been trying to make it a point to if I'm gonna go like go out to eat for uh, during a weekend or something, I'm gonna try and go to a place that has live music. I think that's a good way to start building the industry back. Because that's one of those that was the hardest hit that you doesn't really get mentioned enough is how the, you know those people that work in that industry you know without the live shows and stuff like that I mean they've, they've been suffering so I think you know it's be good w- once you feel more comfortable about going out and doing all that you know definitely maybe start considering trying to find venues and stuff where there's some live music so you can get that experience and you know you know support your local musicians and music lovers and you're putting that right back into your community right mm-hmm. I think that's about the only that's, tip that I can. That's great, dude. Yeah. And that's how you support your local musicians, man. Mm-hmm. 
And he's right. Sound Live sound engineers right now are going through it just as much as anybody, dude. Holy crap. So I'm really glad to hear that live music starting back up in Jeff City. And really, man, that's what I'm waiting for here, dude. Yeah. Although I have it on pretty good authority. I'll start DJing for, for my DJ company again right after the second, right after we get back from honeymoon. So. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck yeah, man. That's uh, that's all for our tips for musicians and music lovers. Where is this? This is tremendous. 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 This is tremendous. It is. You know it fucking is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. So that leads us to some Chris Davis hangout time and news. We'll make it quick because I know this is a long episode. So... We're moving. Um, this is all happening in no particular order. So, like, wedding on Sunday, honeymoon Monday through Friday, and then we're moving two Mondays from now. Oh, it's, yeah. It's all it's all coming together and then falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. So we're doing it up straight. Um, getting excited. It's going to be, we're moving into the new studio in two weeks, so this might be the very last episode. There might be one more, but, you know, who knows what the future Or you could like. end it with me on a high note, just like, yeah. you know, throwing that out there, but high note. Speaking of which, <laughs> smoke them if you got them. Tremendous. So, new studio, what to expect? You should expect the same kind of bullshit that you get every week. Let's just say bull is you laid on me last time, dog. So go on with your drunk BLT playing smell like hamburger help a drunk motherfucker. Yeah. So, it'll probably be a little bit cleaner. But, uh... <laughs> It's all right. Yeah, it, it won't have the same amount of shit in it. Knock on wood. Um, yeah, that's what you can expect. The same kind of shenanigans you get every fucking time anyways, right? Mm-hmm. We might change up the backdrop a little bit. And we might uh, expand our camera system. So You know what? You know, One of the benefits, though, of the, of the new area... What? It's going to be a little bit warmer, and if it rains, you know, yeah, have the, the benefit of, you know, being a little more soundproofed and stuff like that. Yeah, we won't have to deal with the tin roof. Mm-hmm. Or any, like, I don't know, flooding or something like flooding, that. Yeah. yeah, it does flood in here. <laughs> I forget about that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting excited. Y'all get excited. Uh, send them voicemails to davismusicpro.com. Well, wait. Send the voicemails to anchor.fm and the Anchor app. And then go check out davismusicpro.com just because. Why not, man? If you're watching this, you might as well open another tab or something and check it out too, you know? Christmas is coming, just saying. There might be stuff on there for you to, you know, to get some family. I don't know what it's called. It's going to be up there, though, sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Farmer, it's always a pleasure and a blessing, man. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Fuck yeah. Um, 
let's play out on something yeah. groovy. Got anything less to, left to say? Throw out there, promote. Subway, eat fresh. <laughs> Subway, hit us up. This one is going to be called Cool. Cool that way, bro. Cool with a K. Nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody wants to hurt anybody. We would all like to be able to live an uncluttered life, a simple life, a good life, you know, and like think about moving the whole human race ahead a step or a few steps. And, uh, yeah, or half a step or anything. Smoke them if you got them. that I've ever been able to hear on tapes between the way I feel and the way it, it went down. It doesn't matter how I feel. No, I haven't been able to hear it matter. It matters how I feel to me, of course, because that you know I feel that way. You know, I come off the stage, boy, sometimes really, really upset. You know. So I get more crazy. I would want it to be really good, you know. And I think, wow, it's not—it's not where it should be. It's almost there, but it's not there. And then I get really angry. I'm...